When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I know that people are looking at me right now and expecting sadness and all of that stuff. But you ain't paying attention, baby, because the setup is in full effect. I'll explain as the show progresses. My man, Shay Shay, I mean, he's supposed to be my boy, RC. He's supposed to be my boy, but he was in Vegas, sick courtside, didn't make time to follow his boy, didn't make time to show up and say, where's Steven? Oh, no, no, no. In the he same was city? He was styling and profiling and couldn't find his boy. You know what I'm saying? Molly, Lord knows where she was. I know you were doing big <laughs> things. It's Monday, it's first take. Hi, Shannon. How you doing? Y'all right, Shannon? Y'all right, Shannon? Uh-huh. First takes in the house with the boys. Let's roll. Third and two. Back to throw. Pumps. Runs out to the left. Throws on the run. Lamb at the seven. Touchdown. Running with it down to the 20. Balls out. Cowboys have a fumble. So in good position to get to the high red zone area. And we turn it on. They get played by the defense. They did a really good job. And they got us. Snap to Prescott, looks left, slant, gallop, touchdown! Uh, it was a great team win, much needed win. We've got to turn the page quick, especially in this league, especially with where we've placed ourselves. This was our expectation of the night, and um, we played to our standards, so now it's about doing that again next week. Welcome to First Take, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I mean, did you see the beatdown they put on? Did you see it, RC? Steve, yeah, Stephen yeah. A. was cheering for him. Oh, he a Cowboys was. fan now. Yeah, yeah, really? low-key. Yeah. You know, so you're going to be here. Hey, Shannon. A rare occasion, you in studio with us. That's where you going. What's up, RC? What's yeah, up? Was, What's uh, up, Shay Shay? What's up, man? I'm good, Stephen A. You know, Stephen I just snuck in town. I was in and out. I was like Jiffy Lube, 10 minutes, in and out, guaranteed. <laughs> well, well, if you like Jiffy Lube, in and out, I mean, didn't I see you on the Jumbotron? Didn't I, I see did. the crowd you're waving? Right. They right. saw Shay Shay in the I mean, really? Really, you that's know, what we doing? You I, know? Was special, I was a special guest of someone. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. We, we, we this dude, we bro. We're going to leave it at that. We're going to leave it at that. All right. Extra special. <laughs> Folks get real bougie probably <laughs> after a while. They're like, yo, where he at? Folks, where he at? They say, well, he moved. He went. I said, oh, Lord. I, I saw Juvie, though. I did see Juvie. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it, guys. Hold on. Hold on. How you doing? That was your weekend? Amazing. I mean, did you join the... I mean, we're... we're the monsters. Do you see what's happening right now? We're doing highlights. Uh, dominating the Philadelphia Eagles in Jerry's World 33-13. to 13. It's called high fashion. Is this the year they get it done? All I know is that Dallas is fired up. Dallas had three takeaways, and the Eagles failed to score an offensive touchdown. Here's to Marcus Lawrence and Jerry Jones. Hit him in the face over and over and over and over again until they quit. And when they quit, hit him again. And again, and again, and again. Is this the most satisfying win from the Mike McCarthy era? Uh, I would say yes. Yeah. 
Okay, SA, try to be objective here. Are you more disappointed with the Eagles or impressed with Dallas? I'm more disappointed with the Eagles. Make no mistake about that. But I, I love that footage. I'm very, very happy at the footage that I just saw from DeMarcus. <laughs> Keep that same energy, my brother. <laughs> Keep that same energy. There he goes. Keep that same energy. I just, don't make it go anywhere. <laughs> don't make it go anywhere. We got Buffalo, Miami coming up. We got the playoffs coming up. Yeah. San Francisco going to be there. You might see Philly again. Keep that same energy, DeMarcus Lawrence. Keep that same energy. Oh, 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 I'm sorry, Mike, Mike, Michael Irvin. Keep the same intensity, please. Same, same intensity. intensity. <laughs> Don't lose the intensity. Keep the same intensity. That's all I'm going to say about that. Of course, I'm disappointed in the Philadelphia Eagles because yeah. it's um, – it's, simply, it's, it's symptomatic of what has been transpiring with them over the last several weeks or so. It's the fifth consecutive game. They had a double-digit deficit. Obviously, Dallas Cowboys had – I mean, Philadelphia had 10, penalty, 10 penalties for 95 yards. Dallas Cowboys had the you know, time of possession over 13 minutes, ran 22 more plays. You're just looking at them. Their offense doesn't seem in sync. Didn't score an offensive touchdown for the first time since 2017. They don't seem to be in play. There was a pass that was dropped, uh, you know, by A.J. Brown. There's turnovers by mm-hmm. Hurts. Brown and Devontae Smith, their defense is just non-existent. I mean, how many times are they going to give up over 30 points right now? You look at the Philadelphia Eagles, they, 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 they're a good team. They're, there's nothing that looks great about them at all. They don't seem nearly as formidable as they once felt. Dallas clearly is the better team at this particular juncture, and we're seeing the Philadelphia Eagles descend. We're seeing them dissipate. We're seeing them go in the opposite direction from what we anticipated. I'm not, I'm not happy with what I'm seeing from them at all, guys. Well, I was impressed with the Cowboys because I'm not surprised by the Eagles, uh, the Eagles play because I predicted this. Stephen A., when you and I, we, I've been coming on this show, and I told you, and I've been trying to tell a lot of people, there's something going on with the Eagles offensively. Jalen Hurst is hurt. You see the turnovers, the INTs, more than he's had at any point in time in his career. The fumbles, more than he's had at any time in his career. They don't run the football with the same conviction that they have in, they have in the past, and they can't dominate time of possession. So now all of a sudden, you're putting that poorest defense on the field. Let me give you some numbers, R.C. and Stephen A. They're 20th in turnover margin. They're the 22nd ranked total defense, 28th in points allowed, 28th in pass defense, 30th in red zone defense, dead last in third uh, third down defense. I predicted this. I told you. Oh, Shannon, you a hater. They're winning. They're winning. You see, R.C., you and our job, we're like therapists. See, I can tell you you got a problem, but I need to tell you what's causing the problem. And see, fans differ. Fans just want to know touchdowns. Did we sack the quarterback? Did we rush this? But I got to get to the root of the evil and tell you there are some things coming down the tunnel that's going to cause you guys some problems. Now your, your offense isn't as explosive and your defense can't stop a parked car. So guess what's going to happen, RC? Guess what's going to happen, Stephen A.? Beat down like you got against the 49ers. Beat down like you got against. And you heard D-Law. We make them quit. We yep. hit them in the mouth. We hit them, hit them over and over. And when they quit, says, okay, we've had enough. We're going to hit you again. Just to let you know, you don't belong on the field with us. But the Philadelphia Eagles got some problems. They've been showing their ugly heads for a long period of time. And nobody wanted to believe it. Nobody wanted to see it. But over the last two weeks, when you get beat 42-19, you get beat 33-13, it lets you know you've got some problems that you got to get corrected or you're going to be one and dumb come playoff time. Shaq Lennon ain't going to Well, you know what? Well, what was happening, though, was, Shannon, what you talking about was you knew they had a disease and you was talking about the symptoms. 
<laughs> right? Like, like you saw some of the things starting to show up, and you said eventually you're going to be sick as hell. And that's what we yeah. saw the last two weeks, right? It started out with a sniffle, and then they had a little cough, and now they got the full-blown flu, and they can't Damn. figure it out. When you look at the way the Dallas Cowboys, to me, it's the physical dominance. It's, it's not just about the turnovers. It's not just about not being able to run the football. It's about all of it as a whole. It's about these two front lines, both offensively and defensively, being dominated by the Dallas Cowboys. And coming into the last two weeks, we had an opportunity to learn all we needed to know about the top of the NFC. It was either it was going to be a three-horse race, and down the stretch we were going to see the Philadelphia Eagles, the San Francisco 49ers, and the Dallas Cowboys. It's just two teams now, Shannon, Stephen A., Molly, and it's just two. It's the Dallas Cowboys and it's the San Francisco 49ers. Right now, the Eagles have to earn the right for us to talk about them in the same breath as those two teams. The Eagles were the bully last year. The Eagles were the team that came in and dominated you physically, got after your quarterback, ran the football, then went to the play-action pass, then went to the RPO. When a man sits in the locker room, and says, we hit them in the mouth, and then they quit, and we continued to hit them in the mouth, they no longer fear or respect you. Demarcus Lawrence is not expecting those words to come back and haunt him, right? When Stephen A. told him, keep that same energy, he is. Because when he left the field last night, he felt like, we are playing a team that shouldn't be on the football field with us. And when you were a 10 and one team just two weeks ago, people shouldn't be talking about you like this. I totally agree. But there's a flip side. And I appreciate you bringing that up, being as eloquent as you just were, R.C. And you too, Shannon, because it's a beautiful thing. Because like I said, keep the same energy. And see, this is the beauty of being right here on First Take. You see, this is what people don't realize about this number one sports show that we, that, that we happen to be on right now. I'm armed and dangerous because I got y'all. See, whether directly or indirectly, whether intentionally or not, you are supporting my position. Because <laughs> just like I remember it, what Demarcus Lawrence said, just like the Eagles will remember, remember what Demarcus Lawrence said. RC going to remember it. You know what I'm saying? You know, Shannon Sharp going to remember it. The Pivots going to remember it. Shay Shay going to remember it. You see what I'm saying? Everywhere you look, he's not going to be able to get around. That clip right there that you saw with Demarcus Lawrence chirping and talking junk and, you know, he puts him in the mouth. He has no fear. We always hear this from the Dallas Cowboys. September, October, November, and especially in December when Dak Prescott's been the quarterback. Mm. And then what happened in January? You see, this is the beauty You've right been waiting here. for this. This, this, this is what you want. This is where Build him up high as they can go. They hold on, hit. hold on, time out. Put yes, me on camera. Yes, yes, yes. Put me on camera. Yes, yes, yes. Does this year feel different, though? Yes. In fairness oh, to, to the Dallas too, Cowboys, bro. let me say this to you. It absolutely feels different. See, I'm going to be objective. I'm gonna, I know it's shock you, RC. I know it's shock you, Shay Shay. But I'm going to be objective here. It does feel different. It, I mean, when I look at the Dallas Cowboys, I see one team standing in their path. That's San Francisco 49ers. I don't see anybody. I don't even want to talk about Detroit right now. I don't even want to talk about you. You went and lost to Chicago. I don't even want to talk about you. I don't even want to talk about you right now, okay? Mm -hmm. Don't get me started with anybody in the South. I'm not interested. Seattle is what they are, okay? We get that. In the North, I mean, who the hell? Look, look, we're going to give Love some love because he's elevated his level of play, and we get all of that. But the bottom line is it's a two-horse race in the National Football Conference right now between San Francisco 
and the Dallas Cowboys. And right now, there's every reason to expect, not hope, but expect that the NFC Championship game is going to be that matchup. Yeah. But the beauty is this. Gotta go play it. Oh, it takes one. <laughs> oh, it takes one team. I don't need an abundance of teams. All I need is one. <laughs> all I need is one, Coach JC. That's all yes. I need. I need one team. And that one team is the San Francisco 49ers. I wish that it was Philly, too. But right now, in all seriousness, Dallas looks better than everybody but San Francisco. And by the way, I'm not just talking to NFC. I'm saying right now in the entire NFL, wow. give me a team other than San Francisco yep. that looks better than Dallas is looking right now. I can concede that. Yeah, I think the thing, RC, you, you, you brought up something. And, Stephen, you said this, keep that same energy. DeMarcus Lawrence can keep that same energy because he's specifically talking about the Eagles. He said, mm -hmm. I said what I said. And y'all mm -hmm. can't do anything about it. There's yep. something special about a man that can walk in your house and tell you, well, I'm going to put my feet up on your couch and you can't do anything about it. And by the way, go get me something out of the refrigerator. That's what the, <laughs> Eagles, that's what the Cowboys and Marcus Lawrence told the, told the Eagles. I came to y'all came here. Y'all couldn't do anything about it. Y'all can't do anything. Stephen, you say there's a two-horse race. Well, that other horse has a body length lead in front of the Cowboys. The yeah. Cowboys ain't trying to see the 49ers. They're not trying to see them because that offense, the way they're playing right now, ain't nobody within 10 points. Now, we're going to find out something on Christmas because the Ravens go to a Levi Stadium. But yeah. right now, what I've seen over the last month, there's not one team in the National Football League within 10 points of the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, you know what? I I get that and I understand that, but I think what we're missing is where the Dallas Cowboys have come from. Okay. What we thought of them after they played San Francisco. Mm -hmm. After they played San Francisco the first time, Shay, it wasn't even a, a, a horse length in front of them. They weren't even they weren't even in the same sport, right? You they couldn't even bet on home. them. Yeah, you couldn't even bet on them on the same track. Right. Right. So now they're on the same track. What we're gonna find out, truthfully from the Dallas Cowboys in the next two weeks at Buffalo, at Miami, is are you on that level? Because what we're seeing from the San Francisco 49ers is you can come in to Levi Stadium with a winning record. They can go into your stadium and you can have yeah. a winning record, and it don't matter, we'll blow your doors off. What we've seen from the Dallas Cowboys is if you go to AT&T, you're going to have hell on your hands, right? It's, 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 like, it's like my mama used to tell me. Right. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Right, but that's the point. But we're about to see the Cowboys go on the road. I think the thing that separated the 49ers is it doesn't matter location. It doesn't matter team. Mm -hmm. They always bring their A game, and we know who they are. But Dallas hasn't shown that yet on the road against a good team. Right, but there's something that you left out that's very important, RC. See, when I'm looking at the San Francisco 49ers loss on October 8th, the very next week, they played the Chargers, and we all know Brandon Steele, this is over for him. He'll be, yeah. he'll be done this season, <laughs> and damn it, he should be. Okay, let's get that out the way. Then there was a bye week. Mm -hmm. Then you went against the Rams, who we respect, played the Eagles. And then after that, a legitimate argument could be made that the Dallas Cowboys are the only team this year that had four bye weeks. Because after that, they played the Giants, the Panthers, and the Commanders. I mean, I mean let, 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 let's put it in perspective. 
the fellas. That's why these two weeks matter, Stephen A. I, I, but I'm just saying, you was talking about since the loss to San Francisco. You were talking about the narrative of what they were. And I'm saying, damn, I counted four bye weeks. I counted four bye weeks on the schedule. Nobody else in the NFL has had four bye weeks but the Dallas Cowboys. Four bye weeks. It's, you don't get back-to-back-to-back stuff like that on your schedule. Now, I understand. I'm not, I'm not no, going to team. Yeah. But I'm saying three consecutive weeks where you got that on your schedule. But you got to beat them I mean, like I'm that, gonna, though, Stephen A. I feel you on that. All I'm just trying to say is this. It's not taxing is all I'm trying to say. It's not that tax. Well, they're about to get taxed. They're about they to get taxed. These and we are about to find out. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to say. New York City tax. Huh? New York City tax. Sound like that. How about, LA how about tax. LA tax? How about LA, LA tax. tax? Which, by the way, Shay Shay doesn't mind paying. I mean, I'm very proud. I do mind. You I don't do seem mind. to mind. You don't seem to mind. Yeah, oh, don't, don't think I You couldn't get out of Vegas fast enough, according to you. Yeah, hey, don't think I haven't thought about relocating. I've definitely thought about taking my show on the road. What is it like, though, when you got houses and domiciles on each coast like yourself? Huh? Huh? I mean, it's, it's, it's a rough. It's convenient. It's, 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 it's convenient. It's, 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 you don't have to pack a bag. It's financially it's nice. painful. <laughs> <laughs> it's financially painful. I see your wrist. Oh. Oh. Now that's tight. You know, I'm just trying to. I know I'm coming on here with Molly and Stephen A. Man, I just try to stay. But yeah, it just, it just. Uh, I, I see, I see the ice. I see that. I feel yeah. you on that right there. You know what? That that cost. I like that, that first that's bangle. A, that's a that's a oh, couple of mortgage payments right there. <laughs> that's a couple of mortgage payments right there. Okay, you know I know everyone wants to hear how rich you are, but I'm gonna move on here. I, I'm okay. not rich. The Baltimore Ravens no, become just the second team. Even before taxes, rich. Double-digit victories, ain't that the truth? This season, taking down Matthew Stafford and the Rams in OT, 37 to 30. This one saw seven lead changes ended with a 76-yard punt return touchdown by backup returner Tylen Wallace. Lamar had 316, three TDs, and one pick. So with that being said, Shannon, tell me this. Do you think Lamar's been the best quarterback in the AFC this season? I don't. I think his team has played the best as a team, mm-hmm. but I think Tua has played as I yeah, think Tua has played as well, if not better. I think C.J. Stroud was having a better year. I'm talking about just playing the position. Now, do I think his te- their teams are better? Because I believe their overall team. I believe the Ravens are an overall better team, especially defensively. Now, I think offensively, Miami has the nod. I think the Ravens are an overall better team, both offensively and defensively. And we see now they've lost both of their receivers. Nico Collins went out yesterday. Tank Dale went out a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago. But as far as just playing the position, if you look at the numbers statistically and you look at what Tua has done, and I know people are going to say, well, if you gave Lamar uh, uh, Jalen Waddle, if you gave him those running backs, if you gave him Tyreek, and yada, 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 you gave him Tank, I get all that. But I'm just ser- uh, strictly talking about the quarterback position. I think C.J. Stroud has played the position just as well, if not better, and I will say Tua has a slight lead playing the position over Lamar. But I do think Lamar – team is better, therefore their record is better, and I think they're the best team in the AFC. But I think Tua and C.J. Stroud going yesterday notwithstanding for C.J. Stroud, he ended up getting knocked out of the yeah, game. Yeah, hurt. But I thought yeah, leading it, uh, coming in until yesterday, yes, I think those two quarterbacks were right there with Lamar. Tua slightly better. Yeah, you know what? So, uh, like, I don't disagree with that because when you look at the pure passing of the position, and the way Tua Tungavalo, especially early on in the season, was playing, there was no quarterback, I don't believe, in any conference playing as well as he was. And obviously what C.J. has done, he's far exceeded expectations and to me is already a top six or seven quarterback in the entire NFL. 
But the thing that Lamar has that's different from both of those guys is when you put the pressure on him, when he has to use his legs, he's just as scary. And what I enjoyed seeing from him yesterday was that Matthew Stafford put pressure on this Baltimore Ravens yes. defense. Matthew Stafford put up 30 points. And when Lamar Jackson had to drive this team to score a touchdown, not a field goal, he got the football to Zay Flowers. And when they needed that two-point conversion so they could be up a field goal and make Matthew Stafford at least try to put it in overtime, he then hit Zay Flowers again. Now, the, the first possession of overtime wasn't what Lamar wanted. But when I see him in those situations, that's when I start to think about January. We all know we've seen Lamar Jackson be the best quarterback or the best player in this entire league in the regular season. What it is about for him is, from a passing standpoint, can your game translate when it matters most? When you have to take the football in your hands and make plays. And that's where Lamar Jackson is going. If we're talking about who's been a, be- a better regular season quarterback, I take Tua Tungavaloa. Going forward, when I continue to see Lamar Jackson do what he did yesterday, especially late in the game, I'm starting to be more confident in what him and his team could do, as Shannon said, in the playoffs. And in true Shay, that's what matters. Let me say this. Stephen A., Stephen A., can I say this before you go, Stephen A.? Let me say this before you go. You said something that the Ravens got the ball first in overtime uh, – uh, RC, and yep. you saw Lamar. I was more impressed by what he didn't do as opposed mm. to what he did do. Because when he missed with the out ball, he missed out of bounds. Outside, yep. There have been times before he missed, that's a pick six to the house, mm-hmm. and the ball game's over. So sometimes it's not about what you do, it's about what you don't do. Yep. I'm going to roll with this. Educate me on this, fellas. For a second here, I'm just looking at Lamar Jackson. Let me just throw out some numbers here. Total TDs, he's tied for seventh among AFC quarterbacks with 21 total touchdowns. Josh Allen, Tua, Russell Wilson, Mahomes, Herbert, Stroud, all have more, okay? Mm. Total offensive yards, he ranks fourth among AFC quarterbacks behind Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and C.J. Stroud in total yards. Total QBR, Lamar ranks sixth among AFC quarterbacks behind Josh Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, Tua, and Trevor Lawrence. He's playing well but also benefits from having the NFL second round total defense and scoring defense. I throw those numbers out because to me, moving forward, I still think Lamar. But I'm with you about Tua. I also feel Stroud belongs in there. And what I'm looking at him, because I mean, I'm just looking at the gamer that he is. Yeah. His ability to throw the football, the weapons that oh, he's working with, the work, the weapons that he's working with. We didn't hear about Tank Bells and the Tank Dells and all of these guys. Nico, Nico Collins. And Nico right. Collins. Yeah. We weren't really hearing about them. We, it, it, I know that Odell Beckham Jr. isn't what he once was in a lot of people's eyes, even though he's come on strong as of late yes, yes. and has been reminding us of what the hell he still is. But we know what OBJ brings to the table. He would have been Super Bowl MVP if he hadn't gotten hurt. True I'm statement. telling you, he would have been Super Bowl. He, hey, I, I, I saw him before the Super Bowl, and he was like, Stephen A., I'm going to put on the show, and I'll be damned if he, if he wasn't on the verge of yeah. putting on the show. Yeah. Make no mistake about it. Obviously, Mark Andrews is down, but we've seen what this man was capable of when he was in the lineup. You see some, you see Zay Flowers and what he brings to the table. But that defense does help you, and it buffers Lamar Jackson to some degree. But I think that Lamar Jackson is electrifying with running the football. And like you highlighted, Shannon, he's making better decisions throwing the football, even yeah. when they're incomplete passes, RC, as well. Mm-hmm. So he 
he obviously he's elevated his, you know, the cerebral portion of his game to some degree. Yeah. And so when you look at it from that perspective, along with the exceptional coaching, along with being buffered by a defense, I think that moving forward, you'll look at Lamar Jackson and say, that's the dude. But I can't ignore Tua if I'm going to praise Tyreek Hill, who's on the verge of getting 2,000 yeah. yards because somebody threw him the football. One, question, one thing I want to say before we go to, though, like, you can't deny what Josh Allen has been doing since Joe Brady yes. took over as and the we're offensive get, coordinator. We're going to okay. dive into that next. Okay. So the Ravens have led in every fourth quarter of the season. They currently hold the AFC's one seed. KC was set to erupt when Travis Kelsey caught a Patrick Mahomes pass and threw a backward pass to Kadarius Toney for what appeared to be a touchdown. Until the penalty was announced, Toney had lined up offsides, and instead of having a lead, the Chiefs suffered their second straight loss, this time to Buffalo. Here's Mahomes and Reed on that play. I've played seven years, never had that, never had offense offsides called. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine. Especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X Card. What's in your wallet? Term supply, lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. I mean, that's we that's elementary school. We we talk about. I mean, you point to the ref, do all that different type of stuff, and and it doesn't get called. And if it does, you they warn you, and there was no warning throughout the entire game. Um, and then you wait till there's a minute left in the game to make a call like that. Um, it's, it's tough, man. It, it I mean, it's lost for words, man. It's just it's tough because. Regardless if we win or lose, man, just just for the, the end of, with another game, and it, we're talking about the refs, man. It's just not what we want for any for the NFL and for football. For him to throw that flag, no explanation, no anything, and I, I saw the picture, and he, I mean, he probably is, I mean, barely off barely off sides, but for him to to take the game into his hands over a, a call like that that doesn't affect the play at all, 
at all. Didn't affect anything. Um, I mean, it's just tough, man. And like I said, man, that's a Hall of Fame tight end making a Hall of Fame play that won't be shown because we threw a flag on front offensive offsides. And so it takes away from not only this game and this season, but from a legendary career that Travis has had. And I mean, that hurts me because I know how, how hard he works for it. Normally I get a warning before something like that happens in a big game. Um, a bit embarrassing in the National Football League for that to take place. I've been in the league a long time, and uh, I haven't had one like that. Can't wait to break this down. So Mahomes thought he was barely offsides. Head referee Carl Sheffers didn't see it that way. He said after the game, ultimately, if they look for alignment advice, certainly we're going to give it to them. But ultimately, they're responsible for wherever they line up. And certainly no warning is required, especially if they're lined up so far offsides where they're actually blocking our view of the ball. So we would give them sort of a warning if it was anywhere close. But this particular one is beyond a warning. All right, heck of a day of a football yesterday. Stephen A., does Mahomes have the right to be that upset? No, he does not. Listen, I'm with two Super Bowl champions and a Hall of Famer. Um, I will always defer to y'all when it comes to football. But as a spectator who's covered sports for 30 years now, let me tell you this. Patrick Mahomes may be the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. Mm -hmm. It's the first time in his career I've seen him embarrass himself. I've known Andy Reid since the 90s when I was working for the Philadelphia Inquirer, who is a Hall of Fame coach yep. outside of Bill Belichick. Can we definitively look at anybody in the modern-day coaching or fraternity that we can say is better or has a better resume than Andy mm -hmm. Reid? I've never seen them embarrass themselves until yesterday. Your receiver lined up offside. Period. Period. Now, we don't even have to get into the fact that the dropped passes by receivers have now elevated to 33. 33 dropped passes by Kansas City receivers this year. We could sit up there and say that. By the way, Kadarius Toney, not only was he offsides, but then – he was the one that Travis Kelsey lateraled the ball to that ran it in for the touchdown, okay? And then, by the way, he also had a drop earlier in the game. Yep. And so you got a drop pass. You lined up offsides. Andy Reid, an offensive genius, okay, proving it, okay? I understand Eric Bieniemy is out, but we all know that Andy Reid knows what the hell he's doing when it comes to calling plays and running an offense, patrolling an offense. We get, what, we get where we're coming from. Why the hell are these receivers this bad? That, there is no way around it. Everywhere you turn collectively, guys are dropping passes. You guys know this better than me. They're not on the same page with Mahomes in terms of running routes. We've got Patrick Mahomes right here, guys. This dude is averaging a career low 261.4 passing yards per game, which ranks ninth in the National Football League. Last year, he was at 308.8, a precipitous drop-off. We know for a fact. That's not because Patrick Mahomes ain't throwing the football. Right. It's because they ain't catching it. They ain't catching it. And so you're not catching the football. You're running wrong routes. And on top of it all, now you can't even line up accurately. You know this if you Andy Reid. You know this if you Patrick Mahomes. And you losing it because the officials made the call. They were in a position to make the calls because your receivers keep messing up. Yeah. And so for them to react the way that they did, Patrick Mahomes, I'd give somewhat of a pass because it was in the moment on the field. But for Andy Reid to be the experienced head coach that he is, a champion, okay, and then to turn around after a 10-minute break or whatever it is and walk into a press conference and talk about how the league and the officials should be ashamed of themselves, come on, man. 
you got two eyes and you're too brilliant of a coach to not know that your receivers once again let you down. Therein lies the problem. Nobody has yet to hold Kadarius Tony responsible. There's a reason why the New York football giants gave up on a first-round pick 22, 23 games until his NFL career and say, Kansas City, you can have him for a third-round pick. Nobody has held him responsible for all those drops. Nobody has held him responsible for those fumbles. When the ball's carrying him off his hands, remember the first game of the season, guys? Ball yep, carrying him off his hand, pick six touchdown. Nobody. We blaming the officials. The man is a full body. The side judge, the side, the lineman, side judge, he can't even see the ball. <laughs> he can't see the ball. And they say, we'll give, they normally give you a warning. Normally, RC. Trust me, I, before I was a tight end, I was a wide receiver. Mm -hmm. And even as a tight end, I would line up outside the numbers, Stephen A. I would look at the – hey, am I good? Back yep. up 84. I've got to ask because if – here's the thing. RC, you know this. If the official is giving me information, you overhear that, you're going to go tell the, your, the reporters, well, the official was telling Sharp what he needed to do. They tell him he was holding me. They say, Sharp, get your hands inside. Hey, Sharp, right. you need to back up. I have to ask, I have to solicit that information. If you look at where Kadarius Tony was lined up, hell, he had a tight split. He didn't even look at How did he not see he was offside? Held the ball right there. He's in front of the football. And you say, well, he had no – of course not, because you didn't intend to throw him the ball. Look where he's at. He's looking – RC, the guy's looking down at the ball. And he don't think the back up. <laughs> he know he offside. Exactly. Yes. He, know he, he know he offside. We're, but see, that's where we are as a society, guys. Something goes wrong in our life, it's their fault. Man, it's the government fault. It's my boss' fault. It's the guy that cut me off that road. It's his fault. No, it's your fault. It's your fault, Kadarius Tony, that you lined up offside. And the Kansas City Chiefs, it's your fault because you refuse to hold him accountable, and he will not hold himself accountable. No, the official did not cause Kansas City this ball game. No. Nope. Kansas City caused Kansas City this ball game. 100%. So, I agree with everything that all of you, that both of you have said. It's not the wrong call to make. But I do want to give you the Kansas City Chiefs perspective. Last week, the Kansas City Chiefs played the Green Bay Packers. There was a clear pass interference on, Val on Valdez Scantling. Clear. And at yeah. that moment, the official swallows his, his, his whistle and says, you know what? We're going to let you play ball. If you listen to what Patrick Mahomes is saying, Patrick Mahomes admits, even though he's upset, he admits in the post-game press conference that Kadarius Tony was offsides. What he's saying is, won't you give me that? That how Stephen A. said earlier, keep that same energy? He want that same energy that the official had in Green Bay when he had an obvious pass interference that he didn't call. Now let me say it again. Patrick Mahomes is dead wrong. Kadarius <laughs> Tony is all the way offside. Offside. Here is Patrick Mahomes' problem. And if y'all think I'm wrong, y'all could tell me I'm wrong. He just being too damn good of a teammate. Thank when you. when MVS totally, totally agree. when MVS dropped that football, did you hear what Patrick Mahomes said? Patrick Mahomes said, "You know what? I could have thrown it a little bit shorter to help him catch it." Patrick Mahomes, Giselle told everybody when Wes Walker dropped the ball, Tom can't throw it and catch it too. 
Patrick Mahomes, you can't throw it and catch it too. You put it perfectly, he dropped it. Hold him accountable. But Patrick Mahomes, being the great teammate that he is, he puts it on himself. What Patrick Mahomes knew in that moment again is that the wide receivers who have 33 drops, the wide receiver, Sky Moore, who drops a fourth and two in his hands in the end zone against Denver, MVS, who drops a for sure touchdown to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Now Kadarius Toney, who is not only lined up offsides, but takes away one of the plays of the decade from a Hall of Fame tight end. This wasn't planned. Kadarius Toney was actually loafing because what he's supposed to be doing right here, Shea Sharp, getting upfield and trying to get a block, right? Yep. He's supposed to be doing something to help them win the game, right? Instead, he did the exact opposite. He helped them lose the game by not doing the first thing your coach tell you to know. The first thing they tell us when we walk in the building is what, Shea Sharp? Alignment and assignment. Assignment. Know where to line up right. and know what the hell to do. And he didn't do neither. Well, it's two things that I want to point out for the both of you. I need the producers to go back to the lateral that Travis Kelsey was throwing. Look at Kadarius Tony when the ball is thrown to Travis Kelsey. He's actually frustrated he that he was pouting. And he got covered. I was standing there. He was actually yeah. pouting. Go back to the highlight. The Watch it here, ladies and gentlemen. Watch Travis Kelsey. But go to the part where, where you can the see ISO. Yeah. The, the ISO on Kadarius Tony. But for its laterals to Travis by Travis Kelsey, he was actually pouting that he, here it is. Keep watching, keep watching. Here it is, Stephen A. Doing the highlights brought to you. Oh wait, look at him right there. He's pouting that he didn't get the ball, and then look what happened. I think he because was pouting. I thought I think he oh, got because he had he was, illegal contact. Whatever. No, 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 he was pouting. That's what he is, right? But now after that, just just so everybody understands. Of the 82 wide receivers in the National Football League with at least 25 catches this season, Kadarius Toney ranks dead last with 6.6 yards per catch. Dead last of the 82 receivers with at least 25 receptions. This is what we're talking about. This is who we're talking about. I don't know because I don't know what the reporters did, but how come I'm not seeing any sound from Kadarius Toney? How come I'm not seeing an explanation? Why the hell did you line up offsides? Did you not know that you were offsides? How come I'm not seeing? How come when Valdez Scantlin dropped the pass, I haven't seen anything? See, we see Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. And we see Andy Reid. Hell, we even see Travis Kelsey. But you got these guys that are dropping passes or lining up wrong or running the wrong routes. We're not seeing any sound from those guys, Shannon, RC. No, you're not. Let me tell you what happened. And people say, well, What's going on with the wide receivers is something called expectations. You see, last year when they lost Tyreek Hill, nobody expected them to get back and win the Super Bowl. Okay, mm. you get back and you win the Super Bowl with those receivers. RC, tell them what, what happens. The expectations are through the roof because you got Sky Moore in his second year. You got yep. Kadarius Tony in his third Grafer year. Rice. Yeah, and so now all of a sudden, more is expected because what you did was supersede expectations the previous year. Now all of a sudden, there's a drop. Sky Moore hasn't gotten better. Kadarius mm-hmm. Tony is still making those same boneheaded plays, and you won't hold him accountable, and he's too immature to hold him damn self accountable. And so now here we are. 33 drops by the wide receivers until the season. The Kansas City Chiefs look like a shell of themselves because Patrick Mahomes is over a 300-yard-per-year-a-game passer in his career, and he's 40-plus yards under that. Why? Those rece- Because remember last year, Stephen A., you said he averaged 308, which is right, about yeah. six yards more. 
six yards per game more yep. than what he averaged, but the expectations wasn't there. They thought it was going to be a drop-off because Tyreek went to Miami. So the expectations wasn't well, last year but you know, what you know they what are the this year. You, you the problem is this, too. I'm looking at the same because I, I went to the Super Bowl roster last year. I mean, I, I, listen, the only Juju. thing missing is Juju. And you got Rasheed. So, so Shay, 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 you're absolutely right. I mean, that's got to be expectations because what else can it be? Yes. Same personnel is still here. It's not. But the other part is this, though. The expectation has become in Kansas City, it don't matter. We got Patrick. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and, I, and to me, I think that comes from the front office. I believe it's in the locker room, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't worry about it. Patrick will do it. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Travis will do it. That's not what it takes to win a championship. This team, at least in my opinion, this team has gotten complacent. And this team has gotten to a point where you have never truly had to hold people accountable. I don't know if I can say complacent because, R.C., their defense is better. Patrick Mahomes is still there. Travis Kelsey is still there. Andy Reid is still there. It really comes down to the receivers. Pacheco, but, we didn't look at him and we didn't say no, he, played, he, he played hard as he hell. Was, he plays hard as hell. But what I'm saying, though, in that receiver room, there's almost there becomes the feeling of entitlement that we know who we got at quarterback. We know that we ain't got to work that hard to get could open it, could it because be, he makes it, the play. Could it be expectations or complacency, or could it be pressure? Because it could see, be because Tyreek ain't there, and now we won the Super Bowl, so we can't live up to it. Could that be it? It's not that. Yes. It's, it's, it's Yuva, but you've assembled a bunch of people who aren't finishers. Right. Sky Moore ain't a finisher. Right. You said it already, Shay. Kadarius Tony ain't a finisher. You don't give a, listen, you know this as well as I do. I'm an undrafted free agent. I spent 13 years of my life trying to prove to people I could play football. When you get drafted in the first round, you spend your entire career trying to prove to people that you can't if you can't play because you're going to get chance and opportunity after opportunity. If the New York Giants gave up on him that fast, there's a reason. And we expected him to step up and take the next step and become a guy for the Kansas City Chiefs. And all he's done, he's actually made Patrick Mahomes just another dude at the position because he was supposed to step up and be number one outside of Travis Kelsey. Stephen A., Yes, if sir. they were dropping passes like this last year, you wouldn't have had a problem with it. Because you'd have said they lost Tyreek. What did we expect? But right. because they went to and won the Super Bowl, now you raise the expectations even more because mm-hmm. they have a year of experience under their belt. They're a right. year into the system. We expect more because we saw what we got from them last year. I keep saying this, R.C., and I tell people this all the time. At some point in time, you can't out-scheme. You just got to have dudes that can go get open. Because if you can't can't beat one-on-one coverage at the wide receiver position, you either coaching or selling cars. And all the coaching (laughs) staff are filled up. And I, I, don't, I know they don't know any general manager at car dealership, so they're going to be without a job if they don't get on the ball. Yeah. They lead the league in accepted offensive penalties in the fourth quarter, dropping four Office, in their last Offensive line is six. terrible, Molly. Offensive line is terrible. Well, that's yeah, I don't know why they got that right tackle from Jacksonville, and Donovan <laughs> Smith was, was terrible last year in Tampa. Their offensive line is not what it once was. And so when you combine that with the drops, yeah. And, and, and Patrick Mahomes feel he has to make every play, and yeah. he's not playing to the Patrick Mahomes level that we have in the past. Let's yeah. not excuse him totally because he's making some mistakes that he can ill afford to make given the offense that he's playing yeah. with now.
Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score beatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Quick takes. Let's get it. I know it's a good day for this man. Shohei Otani is staying in L.A. but leaving the Angels for the Dodgers, agreeing to a 10-year $700 million deal. That contract is the largest in baseball history by more than $250 million. Shannon, talk to me. Wow. And, and you're right. That Shohei means an American. Show me the money. I, I, I thought he could get, I, honestly, I thought he could get 550, maybe 575. I had no idea that he could go to 700 million. 700 million dollars. And I don't care if it's deferred, I don't care if they pay him in Buffalo Nickel. He's going to get every dime of that money, Stephen A. All 700 million. But if anybody's worth it, he's worth it because he can do two things he can pitch equally as good as he can hit. The Dodgers, they must be printing money. I don't know. Hey, we might need to get job for the Dodgers, Stephen A. Because they got money. They got Mookie Betts. They're going to try to go after one of these big-name pitchers. How much money does the Dodgers have? Well, well listen, they're in Los Angeles. <laughs> they are the Dodgers. And outside of the Yankees, I don't think anybody's in a position to print money the way that they're capable of printing money. Let's give credit where credit is due. Shannon, I assure you, most people don't have this stat. It's going to be hilarious for you. Do you know that the Los Angeles Dodgers have the most expensive beer in baseball? Beer. 
99 cents an ounce, 30 cents more than any other team. The Los Angeles Dodgers, from what my from, from what my research shows, 99 cents an ounce of beer, which is 30 cents more than it costs at, at, with any other team. This is what they do. They will charge and you will pay to come to Chavez Ravine and watch these boys play. I don't blame Otani one bit. Listen, did I think he was oh. worth the 700? Here's the deal. Because he's not going to pitch next year, and I don't know if he'll pitch again because of that UCL surgery or what have you, I would say to you he's going to bat. It's going to be DH. I get that. So on that hand, I'm like, damn, $700 million, That's a bit extreme. But we have to remember, it is the Dodgers. It is the second largest market in the United States, not to mention that Asian contingent. They will yeah. follow him wherever he goes. And you're not talking about 16 or 17 games in an NFL season. You're not even talking 82 games in an NBA or an NHL season. You're talking about 162 games, and the likelihood is that he's going to be able to play 150. I got news for you. That makes him worth it because the $70 million he's going to average per year, he's going to more than make that up. For the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah. Yes, and he's Do- worth it. I got to give credit where credit is due. Stephen, hey, you talking about the beer, the Dodger dog about to be $30 a dog. <laughs> hey, hey, I don't know if you ever had one of them things, uh, Stephen A. and Molly, but they're about no. to, the prices, whatever you've been paying for ice cream, you know, they give That's you right. this big old bucket of ice cream. The right. big old hat, of, a batting oh, yeah. cap uh, yeah. uh, of ice cream. That's about to be $30, $40. They're going to change Oh, they're about to get that money. They're about to get that money. Better, no doubt. Yeah. Better deliver. But I got to go see him. Stephen A., I got to go see him. I got to see him once. I yeah, got to see him once. absolutely should. I you need to see him. I don't particularly care that much about him hitting. I know he can hit, but I've seen plenty of great hitters. He ain't bad. As much as as great as he is as a hitter, he ain't Barry Bonds. No, he ain't Barry. People nah. like he ain't that. Griffey. But, but to watch him pitch and hit in the same game, that is worth the price of admission. That's when I want to see him when he goes up to bat in the same game that he's pitching. That's what I, I want I'll go watch him take BP. I just want to see I just want to see how far he can hit the ball out of the stadium. I'll okay. go watch him be, hit BP and I can leave because you don't want to get caught you don't want to get cuz there's only one way in and That's right. one you way out. You don't want to get caught in that traffic. You don't Man, want to get caught in that please. traffic. That is absolutely true. You don't want to get caught in that traffic, you know. <laughs> I'm right, allergic guys. to traffic. I'm allergic to traffic. We know. We know. Yes. You'll get a chopper soon. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.